Happy Friday, everybody. Uh, you know what time it is. It's time for a new episode of Mike Makes Playlist, the podcast where I, the host, Mike, literally make a playlist to you, the listeners, and explain some context and why I put them in there, why it's important to you, the culture, uh, to me, yada, yada, yada. Let's get into it. Uh, I missed last week. <laughs> so recently, my uh, me and Alan and, and the rest of Local 209, we've been balls deep in a uh, in a project that we've been working on for about a past month um and it's finally wrapping next week um thankfully <laughs> i'm really excited to see it and i'm really excited for all you guys to see it uh those who listen and it has been just uh i mean it's, it's a it's a world of stress i can't lie but it's a lot of fun um i it, it, you know at the end of the day it, it's nice to know that the work you do matters all right and I'm hoping that one day this podcast can reach that level that, that uh, you know, that a bunch of people will start listening to it and, um, you know, really, really vibe with it and really enjoy themselves while listening. Um, so thank you to those who do listen. And uh, sorry about last week, but here is uh, this uh, this month's first podcast. Um, so, you know, the drill, the first podcast of every month is the on the radar segment. So this is volume two. Uh little breakdown for those who don't know uh the on the radar segment is bands i think people should know uh whether or not you've heard them or not i'm gonna shove them in your face regardless um because these are bands that i really enjoy and i really want other people to enjoy too i mean the, the purpose of this podcast is uh growth you know uh music discovery and also artist growth i hope that uh if someone hears a song that they haven't heard before uh every month <laughs> that i do this podcast so all right, well, let's get into it. The first song on my playlist this week is Feels Alright by The Nude Party. Yeah, so this track is from their debut album that came out in 2018, uh, which is self-titled. Um... Uh, how do I get into, I got into the nude party because I think uh, one of my favorite photographers, CJ Harvey, she was dating the lead singer, I believe, Preston. Um, and so I saw her photos of them all the time. She would go on tour and I'm like, I should check this band out. And uh, I love the I mean, I'm a huge fan of that that garage rock revival, that 70s rock revival. Um, as you'll see later, one of my favorite bands, Twin Peaks, uh, makes an appearance on this uh, podcast and playlist. So I think nude party does just that and it has this this older um vintage feel to a lot of their songs uh they they speak out in a lot of cool issues throughout i know their most popular uh song is called chevrolet van and it's all about like you know how many people were telling them hey don't fucking you know don't chase your dreams of becoming a musician and shit you know and i think they're doing pretty well for themselves i know they uh they they were just the opening act on the last twin Peaks store um and they're doing a lot of opening stuff by themselves I have seen them as a, I think I think I've seen them as a main act once, and it was in Louisville, uh, at my favorite Louisville bar called Zanzibar. And um, I say that because I've seen multiple uh, artists there that I highly adore. I remember I saw Hippocampus there, with twenty people in the crowd, which is crazy. And I think like five of them were their parents or something like that. Um, I really love this bar, and so I remember I took one of my uh, one of the younger guys on my wrestling team in college to see them at Zanzibar to see the nude party at Zanzibar. We were, we were like front row, which I mean front row at this venue is like, you know, you're damn near like 
touching the artist is pretty crazy. And we were all crowd surfing and, and stage diving and moshing. It was a great time. And these guys are fantastic live. They bring a lot of energy. Um, and I think they bring a lot of energy on their on the recordings too. So yeah, give them a give them a listen. They have two projects out. One is an EP that was released in 2016, and of course their debut record just kind of came on 2018. And I do believe they have some more music on the way. So I'm really looking forward to it. All right. Well. As we keep going, let's get into it. Uh, the next song is called Gutter Girl by Hot Flash Heatwave. Hot Flesh Heat Wave is a band from San Francisco, California, um, apparently originally based in Davis, uh, which I haven't been to. So uh, I cannot speak on the location, the, ge- the geological location of them. But I really enjoy the sound these guys have. It's like um, it's kind of like surfer rock, but also poppy in a sense. It's like um, if you're trying to polish up a surfer punk record and um, give it some mainstream appeal, that's definitely what this is. But they, they do it while, while still being themselves and not losing too much of what they want to be as an artist. Um, they have three studio projects that are out. Uh, this one is from their debut, which is called Neapolitan. And I believe it was released in 2015 or somewhere along those lines. Um, and since then, I think the last time they released music was 2017. So that means something is coming up on the horizon, guys. It's got to be, unless for some weird reason they broke up, which I haven't heard about. So give these guys a listen. If you enjoy the surfer, the surfer kind of punk, that dream pop feel, these are your guys, especially this song. Gutter Girl is such a great song to have while you're driving to the beach and the windows are down and you're you're sitting next to your best friends or your girlfriend and you know, it's a good time. I really 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 love that little guitar uh, the the clip that I just put, that little guitar in the background. Um the tones they use, come on, forget about it. I love that grungy feel and I think that's a um a theme on this playlist. They're all, these are all kind of more uh grungy and um like punkier kind of bands and songs so uh let's get into the next band which is another band that hasn't released music in forever and they're called ballpark music and the song is called it's nice to be alive This song is from their 2013 EP. Um, can't remember the name of it right, right off the top of my head. But um, since then, they have not released that much new music. The only reason I'm putting them on this podcast, though, is because they've released two singles this year, um, which I'm hoping for an album. I don't think they even have an album out, uh, which is crazy because <coughs> I'm sorry. I've uh, I've seen a trend of a lot of bands that used to have careers back in the day, and then they stopped for whatever reason making comebacks. Um this one band called the Maple State, which will probably make an appearance on a future uh, on a future list. Anyways, back to ballpark music. I think I have a uh, I, I included this song because it has a special connection to me. When I was uh, a freshman in college, uh, I was I was a Spotify user at the time, and they made weekly. I mean every 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 streaming service does this, but they make the weekly uh, 
new music playlists, and I listened to that religiously, absolutely religiously, and I would always save the songs that I enjoyed, um, something I still do on Apple Music today, which is a big reason why I'm really into music discovery. Uh, anyways, so I, th- I remember one of the first months I was in college, you know, I mean, I was, it was having a hard time adjusting, um, and like, you know, I was, I was close to my friends, it was just the schoolwork and like the workouts from, from being a wrestler, and I remember hearing this song, and I love the melody, and I love the laid-back feel it has, and I really love the lyrics as well. I mean, the chorus is, don't stress, that's dumb, I'm here, and it's nice to be alive. And I think the way I interpret that is he is looking himself in the mirror and say, hey, man, chill out. It's all good. It's really nice. Like at the worst, at the, at the, <laughs> the worst, if the worst thing is that you're alive, that's fine, man. Like you are alive. So this is something I like to, I like to play from time to time. Um, I haven't really listened to it in a while, and I'm really glad I got to enjoy, include it on this list. So going from ballpark music, oh, excuse me. Going from ballpark music, we are going into one of my favorite bands. And it's weird when I make these playlists because I know a lot of these bands and I've been listening to them for years. And in my head, they're bigger than they actually are. So when I'm looking at them up on Spotify and they only have like, you know, like 50,000 monthly listeners, that just like, that blows me away. Because the next band on this list is Twin Peaks with their song Good Lovin'. And every time I see Twin Peaks, it seems like they have a um, sold out show somewhere. So without further ado, this is Good Lovin' by Twin Peaks. I think this is my favorite song by them and they are four albums in into their career uh these guys are from chicago i always like to include a chicago band on these lists um and twin peaks is kind of uh i would say almost like a legendary like figure in the chicago indie rock scene these guys are the standard for what um live shows should be these guys <laughs> twin peaks man what can i say about twin peaks first time i saw twin peaks i dislocated a rib okay and um <laughs> you know, mosh pits in general aren't aren't a joke. I'm a huge fan of them. Go into them with your own discretion, with your own, um, you know, for your own safety. But <laughs> at a Twin Peaks show, all bets are off. It doesn't matter if you're at the very back of the GA crowd. You're going to be pushed. You're going to be moved. It's insane. Like, the whole crowd moves in unison. And the energy these guys bring to every show is actually astounding. Um, it's just weird that like they are able to do that, you know, and they're our age, you know, I think they're 25, 26. They're just a little bit older than, than me, but this song in particular is from their album, Wild Onion, um, which also features the hit Making Breakfast, which is a song I think they're probably most popular for. And you know what I appreciate about them too, is that, you know, Making Breakfast is their most popular song. And like a lot of people, you know, when you go to a concert, you're dying to hear that song live. Well, sometimes they just won't play it just because a lot of their other songs are just as good and they, they play just as well. So uh, Twin Peaks, definitely give them a listen. Uh, again, they're with that uh, 70s kind of garage rock revival that um, the Nude Party uh, also has. I really love the grunginess in their guitar tones. I love um, Clay's voice. Uh, it's just not, it's very Lou Reedish, actually. It's very Lou Reedish. And he, um, I don't know, I, I feel like, 
a lot of people think you have to be a good singer to to be in a band, but these these guys and I'm, I'm a bunch of other ones prove you otherwise. You know, it's not about how well you sing; it's about how well you get your words across and the energy you bring to every show and every recording you can do. So thank you for uh, checking out Twin Peaks in advance, and uh, you should thank me for showing them to you. <laughs> so going into the next band, we have this band called Gleamer, which I recently um, recently discovered. But they have in a very impressive catalog. Uh, this song is called Heater. Gleamer got on my radar because I was at a uh, my favorite restaurant in the region, which is called Albano's Pasta Shop. If you've never been there, please do yourself a favor and check out Nick Albano's cooking. That shit is fucking insane. Anyways, Nick Albano's a weird guy, and he likes good music. And they have this little martial amp that plays. Um, he just plays his music uh, throughout the night. And it's a very moody place. It's very uh, The ambiance there is very cool. And so one particular night I was there, I believe it was for Ellie's birthday, we, uh, I heard this song in the background. I was like, man, what is this? And then I, I you know, shazammed it, you know, shamelessly. And I found out that it was Gleamer, which is a band that I have that has been, like, somehow escaping my ears. You know, I've heard some of their songs, but when I finally got to sit down and check out their entirety, their entire discography, I was blown away. And I really am into that that kind of shoegaze-ish sound, um, that heavy reverb, those that like kind of deadpan vocals. Um, I don't know why I'm so into it; it just really attracts me. And this is one of their more um, on this album in particular. This is one of the more upbeat songs. Uh, so if you're if you're looking to hear more songs like this, you're not going to really find them. You're, they're more, um, I wouldn't say heavy; they're thicker. A lot of their 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 songs are thicker and a little bit more sad i guess or they sound sad at least um and I, i'm trying i don't even know the best way to describe it it's like <laughs> it's like a it, you know what it sounds like actually it sounds like uh when you're driving into the city on like a very dense foggy morning that's exactly what they sound like you know when you get out of the car and it's crisp and cool on your face you know like those, those like end of summer days where it's very humid and like the, the next morning, like the fog is just so dense and it just like encapsulates your body. That's what Gleamer sounds like. That's what their songs sound like. Um, so I wanted to put this song on, on here because it was more upbeat. Uh, kind of goes along with the, the theme of the rest of the, the playlist. So, um, but yeah, g- give these guys a listen. Um, definitely maybe smoke some weed beforehand. Who knows? I think these guys sound pretty good when you're high or even when you're drunk laying in bed, you know, about to go to bed, throw these guys on and, you know, think about life. Put your, uh, fold your hands over your stomach, look up at the ceiling and don't move. Just really enjoy the the thickness of their production with the <laughs> over-chorused fucking um, guitar, con- guitar tones and the heavy reverb on their vocals. Uh, going from Gleamer into a band that I've been a fan of for a long time, The Frights, uh, we have the song Whatever. And I am so fucking sick of you acting like a dick. I'm just trying to pull my life back together. And I am too fucking tired of you calling me a liar. Just tell you what I want, I'll say whatever. I'll say whatever. I'll say whatever. 
So I discovered the frights. Um, I think it was 2016 Lollapalooza. Uh, I'm a huge fan of going to the after shows, and for the first couple years I was doing that, I would accidentally uh, go to the after shows the first two nights of Lala, which means I wouldn't be getting back to Mickey's apartment till like 3 in the morning, sweaty, fucking dead, because I can't help myself but mosh. Um, and I was there with one of my college friends, Brady. Uh, we were seeing this band called Highly Suspect, a band I, I used to really respect and love, but this recent album they put out was absolute dog shit not good at all anyways i digress i would we show up to that show and i had no clue who the the opener was but this band came on there it was at the subterranean if you've never been to the subterranean that venue is fucking small that venue is fucking small like maybe 200 people can fit in there it was packed to the brim it's awesome you know there's a balcony and people like you know like to jump off there and crowd surf it's insane anyways this band comes on stage and they're called the frights hey what's up we're the frights i'm like all right who are these guys they start playing these songs, man, <clears throat> with so much energy and so much, like, vigor. And this guy's fucking voice is not that good, but I'm just, like, really vibing with everything, right? And there was one song in particular that I loved, and it was this song. Now, this was 2016, all right? I scoured their fucking discography and could not find this goddamn song. And I was like, what the hell's going on? Fast forward to 2018. I hear this song on their most recent, actually not their most, their, 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 their 2018 album, my bad, not their most recent, from that last album, um, and I hear this, the chorus, you know, I'm so fucking sick of you acting like a dick, and I, it, it, everything in my head became complete, I was like, holy shit, I finally found this song, um, besides this song, every other song in their, their discography is so good, they're, they're quirky, they have this, like, don't take yourself too seriously, but it sounds very serious, um, kind of punkish, surf rock kind of thing. Um, and when you see them live, they're fantastic. They do this like medley where they uh, they play like Enter Sandman, and they they somehow transition into some Blink One Eight Two songs. It's weird. It's like a seven minute medley that they that they've perfected, and it's it's so fun. These this band is so fun. I think they just released a record, which I was just unaware of until I was making this uh, this podcast or this playlist. And I'm really excited to listen to it because these guys uh, are the next thing on this kind of uh, radar. So um, from the Frights, we're going to go into another band that I discovered when I was in college uh, that got me through some some tough times. And they're called Hockey Dad with the song Can't Have Them. Do you ever hear a song and you can't remember the lyrics, you can only remember the melody vaguely, and you're like, man, I remember hearing that song and I love it, but you have no clue where to start and find it? This was one of those songs for me. Um, I remember I was driving to see Young the Giant with my friend Sam Collinson. Uh, he was a lacrosse player at my school. We were pretty good buddies for a while. Um, so he had the aux on my phone and he played the song and I was like, holy shit, dude. I don't know where I heard it first, but I've been looking for that song for like maybe a year at the very least. Um, just because the energy is so fun and the melody is kind of catchy. And it's very simple. It's a very simple song. This is a simple band. There's two guys in it. Um, and that, that kind of, like I said, that surf rock kind of um, genre and feel to these songs really entice me for some reason. So I'm sorry if you're not really into that because uh, this fucking playlist is stacked with this shit. Anyways, uh, since then, Hockey Dad has released two more albums, um, all equally great, and they're 
since this album, their their sound has evolved. And I would I would say that this song in particular is um, one of the more punkier punkier songs that they have. Uh, they have a bunch of other songs on this on this album that are a little bit more down to earth. I would say. I don't know if maybe that's not the best ex- uh, expression of, of that use of that expression. Um, they're definitely more contained, and um, the song "I Need a Woman" is beautiful and uh, heart wrenching all at the same time. So give these guys a look. This album, I believe, is self titled and it's from 2016. Uh, then they had then they had a uh, um, an album in 2018, and I believe they just released one this year too. Give them a listen. They are fantastic and super fun. And speaking of fantastic and super fun, we're going to go into a band or a singer-songwriter that my best friend Miggy introduced me to. I don't know if he's from Chicago. i have to do some research before I uh, hop on again. But his name is Mike Kroll, and this song is called An Ambulance. Is it is it cheesy that I uh, always try to include the song title in the chorus on these little snippets? I don't know. Let me know. Anyways, uh, Mike Kroll. Yeah, he's a singer-songwriter. Actually based out of Los Angeles, California. So I was wrong about the Chicago thing. Um, he's also a very well-known and respected graphic designer, I guess. Uh, but he is very well-known. He's grown a modest following because, uh, after his appearance on the children's tv show steven universe i guess he um he appeared on he appeared on one of those episodes and sang some songs and ended up scoring um the movie which is pretty cool pretty pretty neat for a uh, garage rock singer songwriter um yeah i that's pretty much all i gotta say i actually no so last summer you know, I, I became a friend. I not friend. I became a fan of him because this album that this song is from, uh, Power Chords, was released. My best friend Miggy was like, "Hey, this uh, this guy's pretty good." So I was like, "Awesome." It was late in the summer, and I uh, <laughs> Audio Tree was like, "Hey, someone retweet this, and we'll give away a free ticket." And I had a good feeling about it, so I, just, I retweeted it, and they were like, "Hey, you won!" So I was like, "Holy shit, I got a free ticket to uh, to see Mike Kroll. That's insane." So I had a plus one, which was Miggy. And I took him there, and um, that kind of it was awesome, dude. Let me just tell you, like, like that shit was—he's insane, actually. Um, anyways, that's that's pretty much my my Mike Kroll story. I'm sorry, that's kind of shitty. Uh, let's get into the next band though. They're called Swimmers. They're also from, I believe, L.A. And this is their song, Miley. You bring the I discovered these guys thanks to my good friend Taylor Duke from um, from college. She is from California. Maybe they're from San Francisco. I think they might be from San Francisco because that's where she's from, and I think that's why she's such a big fan of them. But, fun fact, the lead singer of Swimmers is uh, Billy Joe Armstrong, 
you know, of Green Day fame. Uh, it's his son. And so this album was released, <clears throat> I believe this was released in uh, 2016, somewhere, I, I was still in college. And it is very much punk, uh, but it's very much polished up punk to be played on the radio, um, which I don't always respect, but I think these guys rock it, you know? They don't take themselves too seriously. I mean, even this song, I mean... I don't even know if they thought the lyrics all the way through on this one, but um, and they have another song called Mr. Tit, uh, Mr. Tits, Mr. Kiss, but instead of Mr. Kiss, they say Mr. Tits all the time, um, and I really respect music that doesn't take themselves, that doesn't take itself too seriously, um, especially when it works, and especially when it doesn't feel forced, because I feel like a lot of artists can try to make fun music, but you can tell they're trying to make um, fun music, which isn't fun <laughs> for anyone. So Swimmers is California band, Billy Joe Armstrong's son, leads it, and I believe they just released a new album, so get on it, what are you fucking waiting for, let's go, um, but the last album, uh, last album, the last artist we're going to be talking about is, I can't, I don't know how to fucking pronounce her name, I, why, do, why do I always get in these situations, I believe they're called Sorgen, okay, and they might be Swedish or something like that, but they're, uh, so this song means a lot to me, it's called Seventeen. Sorgren, Sorgen, Sorgen, Sorgren, Sorin. I don't fucking know. I don't know how to pronounce his name. I, when I try to Google it, apparently, like, Sor, Sorgren, Sor, whatever the, that name is, is a syndrome, and it's very common. It's an autoimmune disease. Uh, so I don't know if they're American, and that's a play on that for some reason, or if they're Swedish, and that, or, like, or foreign, and, like, they know well, there's a different meaning of that word. Anyways, I can't pronounce it, um, but this song is very popular throughout... I would say indie movies and shit like that. Um, and I know it doesn't really fit too well in this playlist, but I believe every week, every month I'm going to do this, I'm going to end on one of those songs that doesn't really fit, but it, it means a lot to me the same way I did um, Violence from Dijon. Because, and most of these are love songs just that make me think of, you know, the people I love and the, the woman I love and all this other shit, all this other bullshit, you know, happening throughout the world. Um, we always should have someone or some people that can ground us, and these songs are always going to be dedicated to them. Um, this song means a lot to me. I love the melody. I love the production because it doesn't feel overproduced, but it also doesn't feel grungy. Um, it's like that perfect amount. Uh, her voice, even though it's monotonous, um, is so just perfect for this kind of music and for this kind of song. Uh, dig into their discography, see what they're all about. Uh, maybe see them live when concerts are a thing again. Um, so, you know, that's all I really have to say about that. I also want to thank you guys for listening to another episode of Mike Makes Playlists. Um, I'm hoping that my talking to myself is getting better. Um, I'm finding myself editing the less within. Um, I think my first podcast, like every five minutes, every five seconds, I mean, I would have to hit pause and erase something because I would just fucking freak out and get pissed. But I'm starting to do these all in one take, and I think that's more raw and more fun. Um, and if you took the time to fucking listen to this, man, like I want you to have the the the, the whole of me and who I am. So thank you for listening. Uh, I'll be back again next week. I'm trying not to miss again because uh, I hate inconsistency and I hate missing shit. So. 
Thank you for listening once more. Uh, I've been Mike on Mike Makes Playlists, and I'll see you next week.